0: Alright, Metaphysics Rantcast with your host, Metaphysician7. Clear my throat here. So, earlier I saw an article uh, on Twitter from CBC. I don't have the article on me right now, but I actually took some notes. (laughs) It's It's a serious rant today. In a way. Anyway, basically an article about... Upcoming elections, provincial elections in New Brunswick, and how you know teens are going to be going out to vote. Basically, saying that teens that were born in people that were born in 2000 are now of age to vote. It's like, oh, can you believe it? So like, yes, here they come. They're coming to now vote on issues specific to them. Vote on issues that are of relevance to them. And there's always you know anything involving youth or millennials or gen z there's always this you know are the young people politically engaged are they you know aware of issues are they going to vote in general you know these themes of these generational themes are all that always coming about they're grounded in reality but they're they're annoying to read at times because it's like especially because it's a divisive kind of quote-unquote us versus them old world versus new world old thinking old paradigm versus the new paradigm kind of a th- kind of a thing and it it often like all political issues it goes to right versus left and unfortunately it goes into race and ethnicity and gender issues so they interviewed a bunch of teens and you can tell cbc trying to appeal to diverse readers diverse populations trying to draw in a variety of people from across the spectrum of 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 youth (laughs) it tend to lean more towards minority youth and people who identified with you know gender issues so that that in and of itself caused a beef of sorts in the in the in the tweets we're replying now. Let's keep in mind too that Twitter often isn't. Twitter isn't exactly reflective of how a lot of people think. I think in general, but having spent a lot of my life in the Maritimes, I can actually attest to the fact that there is a certain amount of, um, let's say, I don't want to necessarily just you know paint everybody with the same brush and say ignorance. There is quite quite a bit of ignorance. But a lot of the tweets weren't um, too dissimilar from the kind of the stuff I used to hear when I was out there. So anyway, what are some of the issues that came up? They interviewed a bunch of teens. They asked them, you know, what are the issues that are important to you? So I got a little list here. So issues, First Nations issues, diversity, inclusivity, uh, boosting STEM and business trying to make New New Brunswick a hub for business and uh, tech, the environment, boosting immigration, uh, making New Brunswick more progressive, less, I I wrote here, less backwater-ish because that's, that's the best way I could describe it. Social justice issues, you know, poverty, racism, gender acceptance, and like I said, trying to appeal to a more diverse group of people uh, the teens that were interviewed were Muslim, First Nations, and Chinese. Oh yeah, and then another another kid, I think it was the the Chinese teen. He said um he wanted to he wanted to bring light or bring attention to porn addiction, which was very interesting. That's not really an, an, an issue that it's one of those That porn addiction thing is a, it's a it's an issue that is um very spoken about now um maybe maybe that's not the best way to say it porn addiction is definitely getting a moment right now in the spotlight you have communities of people no fap no jacking off all that stuff and all the benefits of of not watching porn and i think we can all agree that watching porn is a waste of time but To see an actual teenager come and say i'm gonna well not necessarily vote on that kind of an issue but to to say that that's an issue that's important to him i wonder how many um well this is it's the digital addiction thing right like that's it's like it's a tie to gaming it's tied to like spending too much time on forums social media addiction porn they're all in the same kind of uh, umbrella category of digital addictions but that was singled out by the young man. So, these are the issues. Not entirely surprising that these are the issues, but this is this is what I want to focus on. First of all, I'm, I'm, we're gonna clap for the youth that were that were engaged, that were politically engaged. This is the kind of thing you need to see more of. More young people being politically engaged. More young people that. Are at least not yet cynical to the whole process. Young people that are educated on certain issues, because like I said, for all of the fear mongering around fake news and so on and so forth, the fact of the matter is we're right now in the height of getting as much information as we can surround you. Anything you want to know about. So to not know about something speaks more to the fact it's one thing to say that I have not specifically gone and read about an issue that's one thing to admit that but to say that either you a don't have time or b you know the the information isn't out there that's just bullshit so respect to those teens now the comments and i kind of touched on this already you had people tweeting shit like oh the liberal agenda of the cbc some dude posted some like like photoshop image of like you know how people come up with these these acronyms taking shots at the cbc keep in mind i don't i'm not a, I'm not a supporter of the cbc but i think in this whole left versus right divisive argument that's going on that's always been going on it's always like whenever whoever's in power the opposite side says that cbc leans towards that party right so but i guess traditionally it's sort of you know it's a, it generally tends to be Uh, singled out as a left or you know media media company as a left media organization so you have all these tweets you know saying shit like oh you know Trudeau put you up to this or you know the liberals and their agenda and so on and so forth and oh these kids don't pay taxes that's why that's not an issue for them and (laughs) and all of this stuff and it's kind of like a generation is going to vote or pay attention to the things that are specific to them. If you're if you're Muslim in New Brunswick, it's it's almost foolish to not expect that racism and immigration issues are going to be are going to be an important issue for them. In the same way that you can you can go somewhere in the US and it's going to be immigration and 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 those related issues, those related topics for a Latino American youth who's eighteen, whose parents are you know whose family, whose whole family is suffering under these migration issues, right? And being targeted and having families ripped apart. these are the sorts of things that I think you know, as much as we as much as we like to pretend that, as much as both sides, right? But I notice it is specific with the the quote-unquote right-wing people. It's like the issues that are specific to a generation or group of people, it's almost as if you expect people to not vote on issues that are, or pay attention to issues that hit close to home. I mean, this is often how people vote. That's how people are encouraged to go and vote that is how issues resonate with people that's how you get people engaged right i mean there is there you know when when, when um, affordable housing is a hot topic and you have been affected by lack of affordable housing you are more likely to be encouraged to go and vote based on whichever party is speaking or preaching script or a narrative that tends to lean towards affordable housing. It's not surprising. Now, as far as, as I said, the backwaterish nature of, I know I'm almost taking shots at New Brunswick here, but this is a rural environment in many cases. A large percentage of the province is rural. And it tends to have, it tends to lean more towards a If not overtly conservative, definitely an ignorance towards other ethnic groups. The sort of questions that I used to get out there. And I've spoken about this. I'm not going to go too in detail on this episode. But I've spoken about the ignorance of some people. The questions and uh, the fear-mongering. Especially around, I think this was kind of like 2010 and 11. I remember a lot of fear-mongering around Syrians... And even before that, a lot of fear-mongering around, kind of like the war in Iraq, the war in Afghanistan, people out there having these very you know, deeply ingrained philosophies about how they perceived Muslims, how they perceived anybody from the Middle East. You know, Islamophobia, before we really had that term as a term, of g- generally, generally ignorant towards you know, members of the opposite sex, women shouldn't be able to do this, women shouldn't be, and I mean, people saying things like, physical jobs, women should not be doing at all, like construction, that kind of thing, you'd hear these sentiments out there, but I think whenever you get, basically, parts of the Maritimes almost sort of become our version of middle america and we have our own middle canada but i think it was because it's a smaller it's a smaller geography or sorry it's a smaller geographical area and it's not as sprawling it's not as spread out when you go there and you hear these opinions being vocalized and this is you know this is this wasn't an everyday thing but it was enough that it made me question how as a minority people or a member of any particular group of people that are considered a minority, how you can completely and totally function and operate in that environment. And one of the things these teams were saying were that you know, youth tend to leave. It's because of lack of jobs, but it's also because of a how would you how you would say a small minded worldview. That kind of a worldview, if it's not nurturing or if it's not, you know, if, if, if you're not gonna... If the average person around you thinks a certain way and you think left of that, you know what I mean? You're gonna eventually look for environments, whether you move to Montreal, whether you move to Ottawa, whether you move to Toronto, you head out to Vancouver to really find your community. Um, a community that's not really and totally existent it's existent but not totally existent there anyway that kind of was long-winded that's my thoughts on that whole New brunswick teens voting end of september cbc article i may hop back in later on with another rant but those are my thoughts for now peace